Shalom to all. Today's Havas Kedushin, Nafsamach Gimel, and we are starting Samach Beis Amr Beis, about four lines up from the bottom with the words Amr Abai. And today's Havas sponsor, Lili Nishmas, Mars Merim Sarah Bas, Yaakov Maisha, her Neshama should have an Aliyah, and Lili Nishmas, Rabbi Chmiel Mardachai, Ben Rechaim, his Neshama should have an Aliyah. And Esar Yaakov, so let's all remember to daven and learn Beschos, all those being Meister Nefesh for Am Yisrael, that they should be Bari and Sholem in body and soul, and that we should have a Yeshua Bakar of Mamish. I think Mark tells us Amr Abai Abai says, all three of these tonight hold that a person could be makna something that's not here yet. And what is referring to? So had We've already mentioned We spoke about a person designating truma for something that's not yet at the stage that even could have truma separated from it. However, when it does reach that stage, the truma is valid retroactively, and that's considered being makna where I have something halachic happen to something that's not here yet. The Gemara continues, Rebbe, what about Rebbe? The time you have a brisa. on top. The pasuk tells us, Don't hand an evid over to his master. And this is a warning to Bezdin, the Bezdin is not going to give an Evid over to a master. Now, what's that referring to? Because obviously an Evid should be by his master. So why are we saying don't give the Evid over to his master? So Rebbe Amri Rebbe explains, that the Pasuk is talking about buying an Evid in order to free him. What's the case? We're talking about where a fellow wrote for this Evid, when I buy you, you are acquired to yourself from now. And then when this person buys the Evid, so the Evid is freed retroactively. And obviously that's considered a because when he wrote it, he didn't buy the Evid yet. And nevertheless, Rebbe applies his Pasuk of Loisaskir Evid al to this case, namely that once this person buys the Evid, Bezdin is not allowed to say, oh, your purchase has Evid. You have to now serve because he was freed with this Shtar. The Gemara continues, Rav Meir, what about Rav Meir? The time you have a bride, so Harm, Elisha, a person tells woman, Aram, Gadash, Sli, Yumkadash, Sli, Lachash, Gair, Lachash, Gairi, after I become a Gair, or after you become a Gairis, Lachash, Tachrer, Lachash, Tachri, after I become freed from my slavery, or after you become freed from your slavery, Lachash, Balich, after your husband dies, Lachash, or after your sister dies, after your Yavam does Chalitza to you, in Mekdashes, she's not Mekdashes. Whereas Rav Meir, Rav Meir says, Mekdashes, she is Mekdashes, even though these things are a double Shaloi Bala Olam. Whereas Rabbi Yechon Sandler, Rabbi Yechon Sandler says, in Mekdashes, she's not Mekdashes, and Rabbi Yudanasim, Rabbi Yudanasi says, Mekdashes, she is Mekdashes, Umatama Amru, in Mekdashes, why do they say that she's not Mekdashes? That's Mishum Eva, because of hatred. And it's referring only to the case where he says, after your sister dies, or after your husband dies, in those cases, Rabbi Yudanasi says that she's not Mekdashes because of Eva, her husband, or her sister is going to hate this fellow. But in the other case, Rabbi Yudan Nasi agrees. More if that's so, Rabbi Yudan Nasi. If that's so, why don't we include Rabbi Yudan Nasi in his list of those that hold other Makin Dabr Shalai Ba'alaylam? So the answer is, Hainu Rebbe, Hainu Rabbi Yudan Nasi. Rebbe and Rabbi Yudan Nasi are the same exact person. And so we do include him. Asking Rabbi Nachshiv Nami Rabbi Kiva, why don't we include Rabbi Kiva? The time you have a brass that says, Kainam Shani Aisla Ficha, if a woman makes us neder, Kainam, asserting anything that she produces to her husband, ain't Sarachlahafer, he does not have to be made for that neder because she's Meshubah to him. Anything she produces goes to him, so she can't asser it onto him. Whereas Rabbi Kiva, Rabbi Kiva says, Yafer, he should be made for that neder. Why is that? Shemitadif all of Yasser Minarayloi. Because maybe she's going to produce more than what's fitting for him. There's a certain amount she has to produce for him, but anything more than that rightfully belongs to her. And according to Rabbi Kiva, the neder would be chal on this hadafa, on this extra that she produces, and that's considered a shalai ba'alaylam, because she didn't produce it yet. So we see that Rabbi Kiva is also of the opinion that we can affect something halachic onto something that's not here yet. So my answer is no. Rabbi Kiva is not included because the Itmar Allah was already stated on that. Amar of Huna Brid of Yeshua, by Meres, this is referring to a case where she said, my hands are considered Kaddish for that which they produce. And her hands are in the world. Yes, that which she produces is not here, but she's not answering that which she produces. She's answering her hands or she's making them Kaddish and her hands are in this world. So Rabbi Kiva is not included in this list. And on to brand new Mishnah, a person tells a woman, on condition that I speak to the ruler for you. I'm going to put in a good word for you to the chief. Or he says, I'm going to do work with you like a pile. So, 
Kohen, if he spoke about her to the ruler, or did work with her like a pile, if not, she's not Mekudashas. Now, the Gemara tells us, Amr Shlakesh, Rish Lakesh says, it has to be that he also gave her Shava Pruta, meaning he gave her Shava Pruta and he said, be Mekudashas to me with this Shava Pruta on condition, al Minas, that I do the following. As the Gemara, he can't be Mekudash her with the Schar that she would have to go pay him to talk to the ruler for her or the Schar of him being a pile. But Tanya, the Brasser says, if he told her, be Mekudash to me with the Schar that you owe me for having you ride on the donkey or that I put you on the wagon or on a ship in Mekudash that's because the schar is already owed to him, and that's considered a halva, and we know that in Mekachev and Milva. But if he told him, that you will owe me for putting you on a donkey, or that you will owe me for putting you on a wagon or ship, she is Mekudashas. So he couldn't Mekadash her with schar. And if you want to say, then in those cases also, he gave her Shavapruta as well. The Brysa says that he told her with the schar, not with the Shavapruta. And we also have a Brysa that tells us, let's say she told him, Sit together with me, spend some time with me. And I'll be Mukudashas to you with that. Or if she told him, make jokes in front of me, dance in front of me, make like this building, meaning she pointed some sort of building or structure and she said, make that for me. So Shaman, we evaluate it. If this action that he did is worth the value of Shava Pruta, she's Mukudashas. If not, she's not Mukudashas. And if you want to say this case also is talking about where he gave her Shava Pruta, that can't be because it says we evaluate that which he did. Did, is it worth a Shavapruta? So he didn't give her Shavapruta. Tifti Yerushlakish is a refutation on Shlakish that says that our mission is talking about a case where he gave her Shavapruta, and when he was speaking about her to the ruler, or he was doing work with her like a pile, that was only a Tanai, and that wasn't the actual Kiddushin. So my answer is, Amalekha Yerushlakish, Yerushlakish would tell you, no, hi Tana Barasavar, this Tana of the outside, meaning the Tana of these breasts that we just quoted, he holds in a Schirus El Basaif, that Schirus is only at the end, meaning that when a person works for his wages and he's owed Schirus, he's only owed it all the way at the end of his work when he finishes it, and at that point in time, is able to be Makadish with that schiros because it's not considered a halva. And that's why in this first price that we mentioned, he's able to be Makadish with that schar itself. But the Tanu Don Savar, the Tanu of our Mishnah holds, Yashal Schiros Mitchilavad Saif. That schiros goes from beginning till end, which means that when a person performs work, we say that he's owed his wages as he works. Namely, when he completes a pruta worth of work, he's owed for that. And then when he completes another pruta, he's owed for that, so on and so forth. And that means that by the time he finishes the job, he's owed all this money retroactively and it's considered a halva and he cannot be Makadish with that. And that's why in our Mishnah, in order for the Kedushin to work, it has to be that he also gave her Shavar Pruta, because if not, everything here is a Halva. Why does our Shalakish have to push? It's a Doichek, and say that our Mishnah is according to the Manda Amar that Schirus is Mitchil Vatsaif, and that he gave her Shavar Pruta in order for Yiddushin to be Chal. Why doesn't he just say that the town of our Mishnah holds that Enel Schirus El Basaif? So Amarav Rav answers, Mashis and Kishis say, that's because there's a problem with our Mishnah. My Iriyatani Almanas. If our Mishnah is talking about being Makadish with Schirus, so why doesn't say he told her Almanas, Nisni Beschar? It should just simply use the word Beschar. Must be we learn from here. Call Almanas Must be the referring to that he gave her something. Almanas is just the tenai; it's the condition. But he's not being makadisher with this tenai, so it must be that he also gave her something of value. He gave her shavapruta. That was the actual kedushin. And moving on to another mishnah, he told Almanas she to Abba on condition that my father wants a kedushin. So Rata Abba, if the father wants makudashes, she's makudashes. Vimlav, if he doesn't want any makudashes, she's not makudashes. Now let's say Mesa Av, the father died. Haris makudashes, she's makudashes. Let's say Mesa Ben, the son died, meaning the fellow who was makadish. He died. We teach the father to say that he doesn't want the kedushin, and that way she's not going to be zakuk to yibum because that means that the kedushin was never chal. So now the Gemara analyzes my almanas yirtz abba. What did he mean when he said on condition that my father wants? Either if you want to say ado amar abba in that he's saying the condition's valid if my father says yes. Well, what about the middle case of the Mishnah where it says meisho abba the father dies? But why do you 
Mikdashus in that case of Holy Omer in. The father didn't say yes, he died before he said anything. So why would it be a valid Kiddushin? El rather must be from the middle of the Mishnah, what do we learn? on top that he said, on condition that my father is quiet. And his father dying is his father being quiet and not protesting. So that's why she's Mikdashas. Ask the Gemara, but what about Ema Seifa? Look at the end of the Mishnah. If the son dies, meaning the one who did the Kiddushin, he died. We teach the father to say that he doesn't want. Well, am I? Why do we have to teach him to say he doesn't want? He's quiet, meaning he doesn't have to say anything. As long as he's quiet and he doesn't protest, so the Kiddushin is not valid. Why do we have to teach the father to say, I don't want? Ella, rather, we learn from the Seifa of the Mishnah that it must be what did this person tell the woman? Amr Allah, it must be that he told her, on condition that he doesn't protest. So that's the Seifa, we have to make sure that he protests in order to ensure that it's not a valid Kiddushin. Ask him about Reisha Does that mean that the Reisha and the middle and the Seifa, they're all different reasons? How does that make sense? We usually want a Mishnah to be consistent with the same reasoning. So Amr Vianney, Vianney says, in, yes. And Amr Shlakish Shlakish says, we learn from Rabbi we'd rather be Daichik and establish a Mishnah like multiple different reasons, but according to one Tana, as opposed to establishing it according to two different Tanaim, but using the same reasoning. Rabbi explains differently. Really, the Mishnah is consistent. It's going with the same reasoning. What did he mean when he said, on condition that my father does not protest from now within 30 days. So in the Rishon one it says that the father wants that means 30 days passed and he wasn't Maicha. In the middle one it says the father died. That's also him not being Maicha so she's Mukdashas. And in the Seifa when the son died we have to teach the father to be Maicha because the father's not Maicha within 30 days the condition would be valid. And moving on to another Mishnah. Over here the father said I accept the condition for my daughter but I don't know who was Makadeshur. And a fellow comes along and said I was the one that was Makadeshur. Namon that fellow is believed. However, if we have two people coming, and Ruben says, I was Makadashur, Shimon says, No, I was Makadashur, Shneim Nice and Get, both of them have to give a get, Imratu Echa Nice and Get, Bechakainas, but if they want, one of them can give a get, and the other one can marry her. Now the Gemara tells us, I'm a Rav, Rav comments on the Rish of the Mishnah, Neman Litain Get, Ve'ein Neman Lichnais. When we say that Neman, this one guy is believed, that means he's believed to give her a get, but he's not believed to marry her. Neman Litain Get, he's believed to the extent that he could give her a get, and now she's allowed to marry somebody else, Ein Adam Chatevlai A person's not going to sin if he has no gain out of it. If he was lying, and he really wasn't Makadesh her. So it means that he's sinning by giving her a get because she's really an Ishas Ish and she's going to now marry somebody else. But he has no gain in that. He's not gaining anything personally by lying. So therefore, we believe him to say, I was Makadesh her, but again, only to the extent that he's going to give her a get and now she's free to marry somebody else. But he's not now to the extent that we allow him to marry her because we say that his Yetzer took a hold of him and maybe he's really lying and he just wants to marry her, but he really wasn't the one that was Makadesh her and therefore wouldn't believe him to that extent that we allow him to marry her. However, Ravasi argues with Rav and he says, He's even believed to marry her. And that's because this fellow doesn't have so much chutzpah to go up to the father and say, I was Makadashur if he wasn't the one to do so. Because he's afraid the father's going to say, What, you were Makadashur? I definitely know that you weren't Makadashur. I don't remember who it was, but for sure wasn't you. So if the fellow comes along and says this to the father's face, we believe him to the extent that he's even allowed to marry her. However, Mother of Asirvasi agrees by marriage that if she says, Niskadashti, that I accepted Kiddushin, but I don't remember who I accepted Kiddushin from, and a fellow comes along and says, I was Makadashur, he's not believed to the extent that we allow him to marry her, that's because he figures that even if she realizes that he's not the one who's Makadish her, she'll cover for him and she'll say, yeah, he was the one who's Makadish me, and that obviously would be a big Isra because somebody else was Makadish her. Now the Gemara asks, Tanan, Aramish has said in the Seifa, if two people come along and said, I was Makadish her, so one of them could give a get and the other one could marry her. That's a refutation on Rav, who said that we don't believe him to the extent to marry her. So Rav, Rav answers, no problem, Shani Hassan, that case is different. Since there's another person there with him, he's afraid. Namely, the guy that backs out and says, okay, I'll give a get. He's clearly afraid to lie.
lie and stick with his story that he was one of those and therefore the guy who's still sticking with the story saying that I was one of those we allow him to marry her. The Gemara continues, Tanya Kavasi Jaravasi, we have a Brasi just like Ravasi, a Brasi says, Kidashi is BT, Asmakash, my daughter says the father of any day, let me Kidashtia, but I don't know who I accept the Kidushin from, Uba Echad Vamar Kidashtia, and a fellow comes along and says, I was Makadashir, Afnam Lichnois, he's even believed to the extent that he can marry her. Let's say Kansa, he married her, Uba Acher, then another guy comes, Vamar, and says, I need Kidashtia, I was one of those Makadashir, like Holly Mendel, Iser Olav, we don't believe him to Asser her onto him. This fellow already came along, was believed, and married her, and now a second guy comes along, we throw him out, we don't believe him. The Brasi continues, Haisha Amnis Kadashti, if the woman herself says, I accept Kedushin, but I don't know who I accept Kedushin from, and a fellow comes along and says, he's not believed to the extent that we allow him to marry her, because she's going to cover for him, as we explained, even if he's not the guy, she might say, yeah, he really is the guy, and therefore we don't allow him to marry her. Now, who asks the following question, are we going to give Skila because of him? The father says, I accept Kedushin for my daughter. Does that mean that his daughter's a Nara Murasa, to the extent that if she's Mizana with somebody, we're going to say she gets Skila, because that's what a Nara Murasa gets, if she's Mizana, or maybe we don't believe him to that extent. So Rav Amarav says, ain't cycling, we're not going to give Skila. Or Zeravasi Amaravasi says, cycling, we do give Skila. Rav Amarav says, ain't cycling, we don't give Skila. What's the extent of the Torah's belief in the father that's only Lisura to ask her to marry somebody else without receiving a get? But in regards to having her killed, the father's not believed. However, Ravasi Amaravasi says, cycling, we will give Skila. The Torah believed the father completely, 100%. And when he says, I accept a condition for my daughter, that makes his daughter now Marasa, and if she's Mizana, then there's going to be Skila. Now, Ravasi Ravasi says, Umaydina, I agree, but Imeris Kadashti, that if she says, I accept the Kiddushin, and it's not talking about the father, she accepted Kiddushin, she didn't remember, she ain't cycling that we're not going to give Skila. But Ravasi Ravasi says, Hani Shmaitzidi, this thing that I just said, Marafsan Igri, it shatters roofs, it's earth shattering. And why is it such a big Kiddush? Because Hashta now, Umabamakim Shimba Lichnois Kainez, in a case where if he wants to marry her, we allow him to marry her. That's when we're talking about the father saying, I accept the Kiddushin, and a fellow comes along and says, It was me, so we allow him to marry her. Amrit Cyclim, you say that we give Skila, namely, if she's Mizana, we're going to give Skila, Makam Sheimba Lichnois, Ain Kainas, in a place where if he wants to marry her, we don't allow him to marry her, as Ravasi had said before, that when she's in doubt who she received Kiddushin from, we're not going to allow this fellow to marry her if he says, Auzolim's Makadashur, and it didn't Shacyclin, shouldn't we say for sure that she gets Skila? However, Ravasi said, Lahi, that's not so. It's not such a Bechidish, because the Torah believed the father, and the father is believed to such an extent that she's really considered 100% Naamurasa, and therefore, if she's Mizana, she'll get Skila, whereas Lahidal, Lahemna, the Tyra didn't believe her, and therefore she's not going to get skila. And Rav Chizda, Amar Chizda says, Echazav Echazet ain't cycling. In both cases, we're not going to give skila. Vazar Chizda Tamein, Chizda Shitasai. Dar Chizda Chizda says, Let's say a person says, Beniza Ben Teisha Shanvi Amechad, my son, this kid right here, he's nine years old in a day. Or the fellow says, Biti Zoom, my daughter over here, Baz Gimel Shanvi Amechad, she's three years old in a day. Now we know that the bia of a boy who's nine year old in a day, or the bia of a girl who's three years old in a day, is considered one hundred percent bia. So Nemel Carbon, we're going to believe him to the extent that if they have an improper bia, they're going to have to bring a carbon. But not to the extent that they're going to get makos or punishment. And we have a brass just like Let's say a person says, Beniza ben Yud Gimel This son of mine over here, he's 13 years old in a day. Bas Yud My daughter over here, she's 12 years old in a day. He's believed in regards to all these things. If they make a nether, it's valid. Chaim is a certain way of being makdish their property to the base of Mikdash. Hektish is hektish. And a rachim is a person's value. There's a certain set erech that the Torah gives to every single person, and there's a difference if the boy is before or after 13, and the girl is before or after 12, so he's believed in regards to all these things, but he's not believed in regards to Makas and Anshim. So here we have a rise for Reb Chizda, that in neither case, but specifically in the case where the father says, I accept the Kiddushin for her, but I don't know who is Makadishur, we're not going to believe him to the extent that she's going to get Skila. We're going to stop her for the day, we'll pick up tomorrow with a brand new Mishnah. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.